0: it's Brendan Gennetti.
1: And I'm Devin O'Haran.
0: And you're listening to Music You're Missing.
1: And we are so excited to bring you Jordy today.
0: Jordy is on fire right now. He just signed a record deal with 300 Entertainment, and he just announced his U.S. tour, the Mind Games Tour, and it is all kicking off this September at Firefly Music Festival.
1: And we are so excited to get him on the line, but first...
0: A special thanks to Playlist Push for sponsoring this episode. Playlist Push helps independent artists and small record labels get their music heard by playlist curators and music influencers like us. We've discovered some really great artists on the site, and of course, we've added them to the music you're missing, Spotify Playlist. And for a limited time right now, you can use the code MYMPOD for 10% off your next Playlist Push campaign.
1: Okay, enough of that. Let's get back to the podcast and bring on our new friend, Jordy
0: jordy how's it going hello thank you
2: for having me i'm good
0: of course we were just talking a little bit before the, sh- the show about how this has been a long time coming for us we've been such a long time fans of you and we're so stoked that you're on the show
2: I I like appreciate that so much. Anytime someone's like, lo- like if you've been here for a while, like that means the most to me. So thanks for like sticking with me and you know sticking around. I appreciate it.
1: I mean, thanks for everything you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you're doing a lot <laughs> better course. than we are. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys
0: are too sweet. So I mean, l- let's talk about that, Devin. Because Jordy, you have had a wild year. You...
1: Absolutely, in like. <laughs> I don't even know what to compare it to.
0: Like the rest of the world was shut down, but you performed on the Today Show. You signed a record deal. You just announced a U.S. tour. How are you feeling amongst all of this awesome greatness?
2: I, I feel great and amazing and grateful and just super. It's all just like very surreal. And, and I don't know. It's actually funny because as you asked that, I was having this thought the other day, like talking to a good friend where, I was actually finding myself in like an anxious moment, like a moment where I felt kind of lost and like, I didn't actually have my shit together. And those moments are always hard because I look at this past year and you're right. I'm like so many incredibly life-changing things happen, but I think it just goes to show that everybody, like your journey can be like thriving and things can be going super well. but you know, life is still life and we're still grinding, you know, and we're like working hard and. You know getting this album done and working a lot on new songs and just like you know wanting to like keep beating the last thing so i feel like it's like i'm so grateful i'm so excited i'm like putting too much pressure on myself but i think that that's just a human thing Mm -hmm. um but no it's like thinking about what i was able to accomplish this year mostly like virtually is kind of insane to think about so i'm like super 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 grateful and You know, any like podcast or anyone who's like wanting to chat with me about my journey, I always appreciate it so much. So I'm glad you guys are digging this, like the music and stuff.
1: I mean, well, truly, I feel like you have to give yourself so much credit and take a step back. Like you said, it was all virtually. And I was making the list of everything you've accomplished in the past year. And I was like, okay. Um, he's really like doing it up. Like you really have to take. You have to give yourself so much credit to even get this Ugh, far.
0: Yeah, it's an untraditional. So ways, we'll too. we'll
1: send you the list so that you have everything <laughs> like in front of you anytime oh, you're like not feeling great about
2: yourself. Oh my god, no, you guys are so sweet. But no, I mean like truthfully, at the end of the day, yes, I'm. I'm so. I I feel amazing, and I'm so excited, and like. I'm in like a writing camp this week and we're already like writing like more amazing songs. And so it's just, no, everything's amazing. And I'm so excited for what's to come.
0: That's awesome. I want to talk about the Today Show for a second because how does one even prepare for arguably their most important performance?
2: Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, that's a really good question. It's all <laughs> like it's all blacked out. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember anything. Honestly, that's um, what I
0: assumed you were gonna say. I feel like that's so high pressure that you just accidentally like black out during the process.
2: One hundred percent. I was lucky in the fact that like it was a pre recorded performance. So like we, you know, found out that we had the Today Show opportunity and. Me and my manager were like okay how could we make this really cool and different and unique and like stand out um and so you know we decided to use that like plane like set because of the long distance and all that kind of stuff but you know when i saw these clips of al roker saying my name and like (laughs) oh like i that's just the most surreal shit ever that it was it was crazy so that whole experience was so fast paced and everything was happening so quickly. But like, I'll never forget it. It was the craziest thing ever. And like, that's also one of the things that makes like if I was crying, like, you know, my mother was like, <laughs> stopping, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it didn't look like it was you know your first televised performance. It looked like you were a seasoned vet, and I remember I watched Aww. it the first time and I was like, "Is this man's on a private jet right I now?" He's thought, got money. I was like, "He's so
2: bougie, like, do it up." <laughs> He's got budget. No, honestly, it was it was not real. It was like a set, but like you know, we were in the air. You know that that's that's the that's the idea
0: I love I did
1: love it this worked though, yeah. it definitely worked and I feel like <laughs> no, it, it was super fun and it really captured what you were trying to portray like with the song being like long distance yeah. airplane you did it up real nice
2: mm-hmm. totally yeah no I mean I actually hopped on a plane for a human uh, you know who I met during quarantine and that was nets and it created that song and obviously you guys know that that song in particular this year was like craziness for me so you know yeah the plane the plane man so much symbolism <laughs>
0: hold up I might have to dig a little bit right here so yeah. th- this is a real story you act, you actually d- you met a guy on the internet and you actually went for it
2: one million percent actually, on he, TikTok. He, he DM'd me and at first I was very skeptical because I was like you know Jordy like don't don't do this to yourself come on but like <laughs> You know, started looking at his Instagram and I was like, okay, he's like cute. He like went to a nice college. I'm like, okay, I I see it. And I texted my roommates and I was like, should I like FaceTime this guy who like wants to FaceTime and like hang out? And my roommates were like, you know, we were like mid pandemic. It was like, you will fucking yolo like we're all just feeling so shitty and like it had been so long since i had felt a connection with someone and i know like you know we all saw those tiktoks throughout the Mm -hmm. pandemic of people like meeting each other online and going to make those trips like it was like a thing that was happening and um yeah no we totally facetimed for like a million hours and it became just like an everyday talking kind of thing and literally like a couple weeks in i was like i'm coming to visit you it's just happening and so it happened um and then it didn't end up working out Oops! but the song worked out and that's the most important thing so
1: honestly that is all that matters at the end of the day and it's so funny because i feel like i see it on tiktok but i've never actually talked to anyone who got on a plane (laughs) mid-pandemic to go and meet a stranger yeah So I I feel like it's very, it's real for so many people. The fact that Mm -hmm. so many people can relate to this
2: song just because of that. 100%. I mean, it was like, even like before the pandemic, that Julia Michaels, JP Sachs song, If the World Was Ending, it's like, I feel like so many people were like finding themselves in that exact situation where it's like, we don't know where the world is heading right now. And like, there's only so much time to like, allow ourselves to feel loved and desired and whatever. And so it was like, I just like was so spontaneous and I just acted on it and Honestly, I have no regrets. It was a beautiful experience, and I'm grateful for the experience. And clearly, like, yeah, like, the song made a huge difference in my life. So I'm just happy that it was created.
0: For sure. You know, I think it's funny, too, because you had mentioned in an interview or or something that we were doing or we read um, that you were surprised (laughs) that long distance caught on because it's opening lyrics are you saying, like, as a guy. I met a guy on the internet last week and obviously mainstream pop music, it's like pretty heteronormative. <laughs> and ever since then, you know, you've been kind yeah. of like this pride advocate, whether it be YouTube, billboard, you know, whatever, that's kind of what your build does. So I'm just wondering like, how does that feel? Cause not only are you blowing up, but you're now also like the face of being an advocate uh, for, for pride. Oh
2: my God. Oh, oh my gosh. I, you guys are the best and you're making me feel so good. I, you know, <laughs> I, I like, I think like my biggest, my biggest goal, like, as like, a musician, like, you know, for me, and for all of my queer, excuse me, for all of my queer counterparts, and like, queer artists who like, are in the community, it's like, we're all songwriters and artists first, you know what I mean? Like, we're all just like, talented musicians who love making music who like, want to make music for other people. um, Because I think it's hard to always, you know, nobody wants to be like that gay artist. we want to be like, that artist who is also like very proudly gay, which is like exactly what I am. And so, you know, with my music, it's like, I'm never going to stray away from like the appropriate pronouns that like make sense for me and my story. You know what I mean? Like, I met a guy on the internet, like, I went to his place, you know, like that kind of language is something that I'll never stray away from, because that's my truth. Um, But I also like, you know, that whole long distance experience was so cool, because I was like, getting so many comments on TikTok from like women and like, you know, like people of all kinds all around the world being like, Oh, my God, like, I went through this, like, I know exactly what this is like, I feel this, oh, my gosh, and then like, you know, I'd also see these comments from like, gay men or queer people from around the world being like, the way you're like dropping pronouns in such like a casual way is like, like, I'm just like hearing myself in mainstream pop. And like, that's so cool. And like, those comments are also like, Mm -hmm. so special to me too, because I would have loved to hear so i would have loved to hear songs like that when i was younger you know what i mean like i was always listening to like avril lavigne and hillary duff and like all <laughs> these like female artists because that's like what i was relating to um and so yeah no i it, it's a really cool feeling to like be seen for like my songwriting and you know my vocal ability but also in the sense that like i'm not like hiding myself you know and i think that that's really important now is to represent like Queer people, people of all kinds, especially in music. So
0: definitely, I feel like we're we're finally catching up on how you can present someone who might you know stray from like heteronormativity, but like we don't have to label them as like. I feel like we were talking about this when we were like setting up this interview, and I feel like something that I struggle with just working in music is I don't want to brand music as like gay music or LGBTQ music, but we often do. But I feel like there's such Mm -hmm. a place for it in mainstream pop. And I feel like just now, this past year or so, we're actually finally allowing it to just kind of exist within mainstream music.
2: 100%. And also, it's like, think about this, it's like, you know, I also, like, I found ways to relate to like straight people music when I was younger, because it wasn't about like, the he or she or what, like the she's that they were singing about, like the male artists that I was listening to, it was just like, the feeling or like, you know, like nobody cared that it was, I mean, people cared because they heard it. And they thought it was cool that I was being open with who I love. But like, you know, people were more drawn to the fact that like, I was hopping on a plane to meet someone that I met after like only a week, they didn't like the fact that it's like a guy is like almost irrelevant. You know what I mean? That's just the truth.
0: Hell yeah! And that brings us to your new release, first release under Three Hundred Entertainment. Congrats! Let's go. I think first question is like, what's new now that you have a record deal? What what's the difference when releasing a track for better in my head?
2: Um, what's the what is the difference? I think like you know there are like certain responsibilities that are like taken off of my shoulders. Like you know like as an independent artist prior to signing, it was a lot of like you know my like i i have an incredible team like a publishers and my manager is amazing and i have an agent who's incredible and you know everybody's doing their part but it's it you know it was a lot of me like scheduling and like getting photo shoots together and visual sheets together and like reach and you know now i have more of a team to kind of get all of those things in order and you know there are there are definitely some like visuals that like i'm finally able to kind of like pursue now because there's just like you know, more funding. And like, that's Mm -hmm. really cool to be able to like, really do like these videos and things that we've always wanted to do, but just like didn't necessarily have like the funds to do it. And so for me, it just feels good to like, have the support from an incredibly awesome, huge team at 300. And I honestly, I love my team over there, honestly. And it's actually funny, like, actually, that's not true. There's, there's, there's so many people behind the scenes (laughs) that I don't know. But Just like so many women over there, like killing it in the music industry and just things that like I really care about, you know? Um, And so I feel just like really supported and loved. And I feel like people are like in my corner, like rooting me on at like all times, which is like the best feeling ever. So I feel grateful as fuck, like super, super supportive over there. And I'm just excited to like, It's like just the beginning, even though I've been at this for so long and Mm -hmm. there's like so much music already out. It feels like the beginning in a lot of ways, which is really crazy.
1: I'm so excited to hear that just because I feel like Going from independent to a label is such a hard step and a lot of artists have some miscommunication, not necessarily, or a hard time adjusting. And the fact that you just feel so supported and so loved and you're like, I can do so much now and you're so ready. And I feel like it's taking a next step into your career, which is so exciting mm-hmm. for like people like us who have seen you both ways and other people who have been following you through like throughout your
2: career i appreciate that no it's so true and like it was i mean i would have never signed to people i didn't feel like 100 percent supported by and like i think what the like the other part of it too is i didn't sign to like be developed as an artist you know what i mean like i signed because they have like the big tank of gasoline and i'm the fire and like i already you know, I knew what it was like to do it myself. I, mm-hmm. I spent years and years and years working this project on my own with my small little team. And, you know, it just, it, it's like, I, I, I'm i glad I was in the place I am when I signed because, you know, I think it's, it's a joint effort, right? It's not anybody like relying on one another. I'm not like relying on them for like the songs and stuff. I'll make the songs like I got you. They're going to like help me like bring these visions to life and I, I get messages from people at the label like all the time, just being like, "We're so proud of you. Keep going!" Like it, it, it it's a really beautiful, awesome thing. So, um, and and, three hundred pays for everyone's therapy who works for the company and every every artist on the roster. So that is that's awesome. fucking that's cool. an
1: amazing thing to hear <laughs> because I feel like in a lot of big companies that is n- neglected. Like mental health is not yeah a priority.
0: And not only totally. that, just anytime you are in the public, that fucks with your head so much. Like anytime millions of people God see you, yeah. holy shit! That, that like
2: all of us, all of us songwriter, like all of us artists and songwriters, like we're all fucking depressed, you know. So like, <laughs> like we need, we need. Like I'm in therapy every week. That's like really important to me to like stay on top of my mental health and surround myself in like healthy and safe environments and stuff, and to be surrounded by a team who also like values that is really special. So.
1: Oh, I love that. My heart is warm.
2: I'm like, Like,
1: I'm just happy that you're happy.
2: Yes. No, I'm very happy. And yes, we just we just did that first release better in my head, which was really, really
0: fucking awesome. Super happy that's out in the world. What's the deal? So, I mean, we always do our research, but there's one thing we couldn't figure it out. What's the deal with Doja Cat premiere party and its correlation with better in my head?
2: So the week, (laughs) so the night Better In My Head came out, Doja was like releasing her full-length album and YouTube Music does this kind of like um, Friday night kind of show stream, if you will. It's called Released and it was hosted by Doja Cat on her YouTube channel that specific week. Um, And there was like a segment at the end of the party of watch it, like waiting for her big music video at the end where, you know, it was like some anchor being like, five new releases this week that you should hear about. And one of them was better in my head that they had mentioned. So it's cool seeing a lot of the comments in the YouTube music video comments being like, I'm here because of Doja Cat. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you are. Yes, you are. I that is that. awesome. Sick.
0: I mean, to to you know even be in the same type of category as her, even if it's just on a YouTube video, that is awesome. And that's a testament oh my God. to. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. It was so cool. It was so much fun, so awesome. much fun.
0: All right, well we, of course we have to talk about yeah. Boston, because we're from Boston. You went to BU. That's actually I did. I, that's how I knew you, one of my friends from BU, way back when, and I, I was doing like music I was doing this podcast when it was like nothing. Um, and, I love it. I yeah. love it. And my friend was like, hey, you gotta get this guy Jordy on. And I was like, okay, yeah. And I yeah, obviously I never did. But so anyways. we've just
1: been creeping on you ever since,
0: I yeah. guess.
2: Thank God. Thank God. Oh my God. I love that. No, yeah, Boston. Boston, yes. I did go to BU. Did
0: you live off campus?
2: I lived in Alston for three years.
0: Nice.
2: I was on Gardner Street for my first year and then I was on Com Ave near Packard's Corner, like down the street from like the McDonald's on Harvard Ave. I was like in between (laughs) Packard's Corner and Harvard Ave. So it was the most defining years for sure, you know, and just met the best people. And I feel like, yeah, I'm happy I was able to kind of experience that college experience. I didn't study music. I was an English major. Um, And... You know i always was performing i did a cappella with you know the bu troublemakers (laughs) made some treble um and i started writing a little bit and i was dabbling and i i released an ep when i was in college that isn't available anymore to stream just because you know we're kind of that's just
0: we've moved on it's
2: it's a project (laughs) of the past that i am it needed to happen but it's not out anymore um but no i mean it was very formative years Had like a very serious relationship during that time That like inspired a lot of the first songs I ended up putting out when I like moved to LA So you know yeah Boston Love Boston
0: What were some of your favorite spots?
2: Favorite spots in Boston Okay me and my friends loved Did you guys ever go to Hojoko at like the Verb Hotel? Oh
1: the karaoke bar?
2: Yeah. Uh yes, do yes. not
1: get me started with that place. Yes, yes, I no,
2: literally I love it there so, loved, so much. Like the food was so good. We like um The chicken I mean, was, like, wings. <laughs> the chicken, chicken wings were fucking unreal. <laughs> so they were so good. good. Um oh my god, we used to go to like Lolita's for oh. drinks. Uh, the margaritas,
1: to, like, <laughs> was, the heartbreaker.
2: Like, at, like, Brookline at like um Barcelona. Oh yeah. Uh, there yeah. was like In Alston, there was, like, Lulu's. We used to go there for brunch. (laughs) We still go there. Um, I feel like I've, like... like, Wait, where do you guys live?
0: I live in Brighton. I live right on Commonwealth.
2: I'm dying. Yeah, no, I, like... (laughs) I mean, like... As a student, I would hit up the Canes, like, on BU campus, like, all the fucking time. That's,
1: that's literally my favorite place. I found Canes. Someone brought it to me on tour, or brought me there on tour, and I was like, when I got back to Boston, I was like, I don't care where it is. Like, I'll literally drive hours, and I figured out I there know, was one there. It's the sauce and the french fries.
2: It's the, f- the sauce. Uh. Also, like a uh, Brown Sugar Cafe was like the best Thai food, like on <laughs> like like in like BU area. We always used to go there. I mean, yeah, they're like T Anthony's for pizza, obviously. Mm. I mean, yeah, just it was like the best college town, like truly. It oh, was yeah. like it was it- like a, it was a playground.
1: It's such a college town, and I feel like everyone who's like, Oh, I've been to Boston, it just unleashes like some creative, like something in their head. Yeah. Because it's just such a different environment. And I feel like growing up here, because me and Brandon both grew up outside the city, I didn't appreciate it until I went to college and met a bunch of people, and they were like, Oh, I was like, Oh, you you don't have a city 20 minutes from you? What are you (laughs) talking about? Like,
2: I grew up with all this stuff. It's very communal. It's like you're meeting people from, like, schools all over the city. And it's just one – it's just it's just fun.
1: It's so fun. It's,
2: it's the fun. best. And, you and meet- I'm so excited. Like, Brighton Music – I mean, like, <laughs> Brighton Music Hall. I, like, I did I beat you to it?
0: Were no, no, that's awesome, though.
1: Like, that's full I circle. Like, that is literally full circle shit right there.
2: That, no, it is. Like, I genuinely – like, I saw shows at Brighton Music Hall. And, like, now, yeah, it's crazy. And it'll be the first time I've really, like – been to boston since i graduated to be honest which is like four years ago
0: oh no way. i like
2: filmed a music video there for like literally less than 24 hours a year and a half ago um so i didn't even get to really be in the city but it's been like four years since i've really like been in the city and so it's gonna be crazy so oh
1: when you come here what's gonna be your first stop for food
2: oh my god um or like first, to hang out i, I know, know we're three
0: months for- removed but still
2: like, where am I going? Oh, oh. <laughs> I feel like at some point I'll have to go to Sunset Cantina, which is like the Mexican place at BU. I
1: literally feel like everywhere you've named, I've been to in the past month. And so I'm like, I'm not stalking you. It's just like where I go
2: frequently. No, it's per- no, I'll get like the pulled pork nachos or something. That's like the vibe. <laughs> yeah,
1: so good. That's
2: the so
0: vibe good. for sure. That is good for uh, uh Brighton Music Hall, though. That is, uh, that's like some, you know, legit, legit venue right there. And, we were listening back again to to an interview and you said last tour, you know, you frequented going back to your childhood home in Chicago so that you could spend the night. I imagine things are looking a bit different this tour. Um, (laughs) um, What do you like? What are you looking forward to? What stops? Like how, what's different this time around? Um, what's
2: different? I mean, we're just like playing more shows. Like I didn't play Boston last year and obviously like I have so much history there. So I'm just like excited to like, hit up more big cities like philly and dc too like last year we did like a crazy show in new york but i just think this year is going to be bigger and i'm also um bringing austin my good friend a lot who actually i am in her bed right now because we (laughs) are like writing all week and i'm using her room to do this podcast um but she is coming to open um all the shows and so honestly it's kind of just us looking at each other being like this is our life we get to like be best friends and write songs and then go on tour together and we might have like a 15 passenger van that will just like drive around everywhere because that just sounds fun to me mm-hmm. like i'm gonna bring i'm gonna be able to bring um more of my band so i'll bring my drummer as well this time around not just my my keys and stems music director alex now i have my drummer india who will be joining us um and you know, more stage design, cool lighting. You know, like now we have more resources to kind of expand and level up the live show. So I'm just, I'm just flipping pumped. Like Boston's gonna be just so, so crazy and fun. And yeah, I'm waiting. I, I guess in one of my songs, Close to You, I shout out. Do, did you have? Have you ever been to Union, like on Harvard Ave? Yeah. Like it's like a brunch place. The cafe,
1: yeah. the Lavender Lattes.
2: <laughs> So, so good, so, so, so good. So, so good, <laughs> such good food. Um, it'll be crazy, like, singing songs that are, like, referencing places, like, down the street. It's going to be cool.
1: And that's so fun. And you'll have Austin, who you have a song with as well. So, you know. Yes,
2: exactly. We'll be able to sing all together, too, which is great.
1: That's going to be so much fun.
0: What, I, so you've fun. had a few releases during the pandemic. Is there anything that you haven't played out yet that, like, is you're the most excited to play out?
2: Oh, my God, of course. I mean... I love I just want to be loved like that's a really fun song especially live will be so fun long distance will obviously be super fun Mm -hmm. you know there's more songs that will be coming out before the tour starts that I'm extra 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 excited to do live Um, mostly because there's some songs coming with Big like more organic drums and that kind of thing where we'll just be able to like shred it live and it'll be so much fun So yeah, no so many songs. I haven't really had the chance to perform yet that. We'll be able to which is exciting
0: All right So you got the you You have a lot Yeah, you got the door coming up But you also had said in another interview that we read um, That you wanted to build a solid fan base before you put out a full project. What do you think? Do you think you're there yet?
2: I'm there. Yes, I'm there. <laughs> it's happening. Yes, we, we're 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 working on the first. It'll be a full length album. So this is my first, more than an EP, more than five songs, more like twelve song kind of thing. Where it's yeah, we're we're going for it. We're going for it. Full lengther. It's happening. Do the dancing,
1: thing. Why not? Yeah. No. Thank you.
2: It's cool. I'm like lots of different kinds of sounds all obviously like super poppy but like a range of topics a range of sounds um cool like intro title track that I'm not going to share quite yet (laughs) but just like it's it's all coming together and um you know I have as I said like a wonderful team backing me up Mm -hmm. and so I feel like I have I have the support I need so let's just do it right let's do it
1: and are you still working on it or is this what the writing camp is for or like is it done Um,
2: and you're just trying to make like the
1: final it's one of those things
2: where it's like i have a meeting tomorrow and it's like this is us solidifying the tracks but like we wrote a song yesterday that maybe we'll like sneak it in somehow you have to it's, it's hard though it's hard to like you know sometimes the songs we write won't end up coming up out for a bit and it's like during that time, you're still writing even more. So yeah. it's crazy. I like wanted to put out like better in my head. I had a plan for that to come out in January. But then I just want to be love blew up on TikTok and then long distance blew up on TikTok, everything changed. And so it's just crazy. It's, I you know, I want to put the songs I'm writing this week out tomorrow. But they, they there's there's a line so they have to wait like a little bit. But um, but it's just fun. We're always making new stuff all the time.
0: Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing I struggle with is just impatience when you really just want to get something out. Especially, I mean, obviously it makes sense to wait for a full project. Totally. But I like kudos to you for being able to to hold off, oh especially gosh, with TikTok
1: so now that you can do like the little like hints and mm-hmm. like you see like. Well, you it's also like a good
2: way. It's a good way to measure like what songs people are liking and stuff, mm-hmm. and like what what's connecting with certain people. You know, so. TikTok is good for, like, market research, you know?
1: Yeah, you're doing it yourself. You don't need, you <laughs> exactly. don't need to put together one of the focus groups anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, all right, well, we're very excited for what's in store for you. Uh, we like to wrap up every single interview with this final question, and it's what are your goals for the next year or so, whether it be professional or personal? Ooh,
2: goals for the next year. Um. I would love to like be able to open up for someone else on a tour. That would be really great to like tour with someone I look up to. So I feel like that's a huge goal of mine is to tour with someone else. Um, And very, very, you know, hopeful about that. Um, Honestly, I think just, you know, it's hard being a creative sometimes in the sense where I think it's really easy for us to, you know miss out on the present moment enjoying life enjoying you know like the hard work we put into our music and like this year i want to like keep grinding my ass off grow and like you know get these huge records out and i want more people around the world to hear my songs and gain fans um but i also want to like i want to like have a good year and i want to like be around people i love and do things i like to do and like you know, as I said, like always like keeping my mental health in like the forefront of everything and just making sure I'm like in good hands, you know, I think that we just forget to do that. And like, especially after the year we've had, let's enjoy this life while we have it, you know? And so I would love to just have fun this year and do what I love and surround myself with people i love and i know that sounds really cheesy but i just feel like especially after after the pandemic happiness and like feeling that's good true. is like always like just at the top of the list
1: rainbows and butterflies is all you need that's
0: I, all yeah was- anytime i like ask for advice or like take advice i find that the most cliche and cheesy things are actually like the most powerful when you actually listen to it's them true. you're like damn yeah they were on to something There's they no were reason right. everyone says this <laughs> I love it. I All right, well, that. Jordy, thank you so much for calling in. This has honestly been such a fun interview, or episode, rather. Oh my god, like episode!
1: I don't, yeah, and you never know what yeah, to call yeah. them.
2: I'm no, thank you guys for having me. I'm I'm grateful for the support, and uh, I can't wait to see you guys at Brighton Music Hall.
0: Oh yeah, Google it's already there. in
2: our calendar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited. December, friends. it'll be great.
1: Oh. <laughs> we'll have a blast a you're in for
2: a treat <laughs> good good i'm excited
1: i'm so excited for december holy shit
0: that was so fun also if, for those of you that don't know like brighton music hall it's such a great venue and i can't wait to see them there
1: and it's such a legendary place and there's so many artists that are up and com- like not necessarily up and coming but there's so many artists who are so big now that that's where their career started. And oh, I'm just sure. so excited to see Jordy there I because think, it's just so fun. It's full
0: a, circle. Think of all the people that you've seen at Brighton Music Hall. And, and that caliber venue, there's there's a, a bunch of those venues across the nation. And that's where he's performing. I saw like Chelsea Cutler, Lauv, uh, who, John Bellion, I think I've seen there. Like these people really grow on to have long lasting careers.
1: I mean, yeah it's insane and the fact that he's it's where he went to school it just that I love that for artists I
0: don't know why I feel like I know him I think it's because I like we really did our research on him but like it was just like catching up with an old friend we really cool did guy. our
1: research and I feel like there's so many people that we interviewed before that are friends with Jordy and we've worked true, with him right? in the past like Charlotte Sands Heather Summers like
0: Yeah, literally everyone. Yeah, there were there was a a lot of mutual connections there. Um, So it was it was funny to actually like talk to someone who you've heard so much about both online and like through, you know, like other people. Yeah. And you know what? My he he met my expectations, if not exceeded them.
1: I think he exceeded my expectations. (laughs) And I'm so excited to see what he does next. It seems like he just keeps going up. So,
0: yeah. So tickets for the Mind Games U.S. tour are on sale right now so head over to his instagram at jordy music he's got a link in his bio or you can just buy them from like i don't even know like (laughs) Ticketmaster.
1: i don't know just go to brain music (laughs) hall and then you uh, have
0: everywhere there true and then you can meet us um anyways (laughs) yeah
1: we're a good time his
0: brand new track better in my head is streaming atop the music you're missing playlist and where is his shining face devin
1: Besides, here it's on the very (laughs) top of our music you're missing playlist as well.
0: The cover of the music you're missing. The cover. Yes. And hey, it's okay. I'm Um, trying. Where can they find us on Instagram, Devin?
1: You can find us at music you're missing, and you can find Jordy. More importantly, and more importantly, uh, Jordy Music.
0: All right. Well, that's all for us. Thank you to Jordy for calling in. And thank you for Playlist Push for sponsoring this episode. Again, if you want 10% off your next Playlist Push campaign, just use the code MYMPOD. See ya. Bye.